back to What Women Binge. Today, Amanda and I have our guest in the studio for her intro. This, you guys, is Angela Nicole Johnson Reyes. Full name. Full name. All (laughs) four. Wikipedia. If you're in trouble, (laughs) we got you. Um, She's an American actress, comedian, former NFL Raiderette. Yes. Cheerleader, which I love. Um, Okay, so I'm reading your book right now, and it's... I am like, I feel like I just know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> I might bring up some weird things. But, yeah, I love it. Um, obviously, a cast member of Mad TV, um, famous for your a Vietnamese nail salon. Um, how, how did, what's the name? Tammy. Tammy. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. And then Bong Kui Kui is and bon the character Kui-Kui. from Mad TV. Kui Kui. I can't uh-huh. even say it. Kui Kui. Kui Kui. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have just to hear a little French. sample of those later. <laughs> yeah, you're Kui Kui. <laughs> um, uh, a famous stand-up comedian, and also in movies like... Which in my house plays a lot. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the sequel, oh, yeah. and uh, Our Family Wedding, and Enough Said. Yeah. Well, and your book yeah. is called Who Do I Think I Am? And Stories of Chola Wishes and Caviar Dreams. I love the Chola Wishes. I love the whole Chola storyline. Um, I, I am, I'm like listening to you in the car, and I, I already told you, but I'm listening to it at double speed. Yeah. So it's kind of hilarious because I think you talk very fast and you're talking very slow today. I'm confused. <laughs> You're like, oh, is she tired? She's really yeah. slow. I don't think she likes me very much, guys. <laughs> yeah. Not talking to me as fast as she does in my car. <laughs> Thank you for even listening to it. I love it. Thank I, you. I love it. You have great stories. Thank um, you. You've, your, your whole story of just how you got into this business, like mm. from your from being a Raiderette to um, being in Oprah's presence yeah. and having her give you the three magic Whoa. words. Oh, my God. What did she say? What is it? Uh, you got it. You got it. If Oprah says so, oh, um, I would, I would die. That would be yeah. the end of my life. But apparently, yeah. if you, if she says you got it, you're in with Oprah. And yeah, she that, got that the means that magic. she, she thinks you, you're special. You, you got that thing that not everybody has. And my friend had told me that about her, and she was like, "You got to nail your your intro with Oprah. You only get one shot. Like you got to nail it." And I'm like, "Well, what do I say to Oprah?" And she was just like, "You know, if she says you got it, that means." that she likes you and, and you got something special about you. And and she was telling me about her other friend because they have a lot of mutual friends with her. And she's like, she has uh, three kids and she's only said it to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, what? No way. And so anyways, the night before we went on a cruise ship, it was Oprah and Gail's Girls Getaway Cruise. And Which, the night before... I, let's just stop there for a moment. Yeah. Like, I were we crap. there for that? <laughs> that yeah. All right, go on. Incredible. This is my dog, Bonzo, oh, yeah, everybody. Bonzo's he's just going to make himself at home. Yeah. Um, oh, he's just going to lay <laughs> Is he going to lay under my couch? Oh, my couch? gosh. The cuteness. I can't. <laughs> Treat. He's so comfy. Um, the night before the cruise, I'm in my hotel room. And I'm like binging all things Oprah to like learn about her school and everything. Cause I know oh, yeah, Oprah, yeah. but I was like, let me like do my my work, right? And let me do some research. And so I'm watching this documentary about her and her school that she built in Africa and everything. And she says herself in the interview that if she says you got it, like that's her <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh, it's not a lie. Like she really does do that. And um, so, anyways, I'm on the cruise ship. It was incredible. I mean, it felt like this high vibration the whole time on that ship that was just like so many like serendipitous things were happening from people that I would meet and then our connection. And then it was just it, we were like walking on like cloud nine the whole time. Like, this is such a magical time. Mm-hmm. What's happening right now? And anyway, so was this like a huge cruise ship? Is this yeah. like a massive? OK, there's thousands of women on this cruise. Is it um, only women? 
Yeah. Oh, that's so it was cool like get, get your girlfriends and let's all oh, I'm go, on go this do cru- this cruise. Did she do this every year? I think so. Oh, we got to do this. She still okay. do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, so then COVID happened. Uh, so I don't know if they still do it, but it was like her like second or third one or something like that. I don't COVID quite remember. ruined everything. So since you're in, well, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. So um, I mean, and we did a, a workout on the beach, and like. It was such a spiritual, emotional workout that I'm like crying. Like I'm doing high knees and I'm like just like emotionally crying because <laughs> it was Angela Manuel Davis was um, the one who led the workout. And um, she was a very famous like um, soul cycle uh, oh, yeah. instructor. And then now she has her own. It's called Army. And but she's so like um, powerful in the words that she says while she's encouraging you and almost like preaching while you're working out and I was I was just like in tears on this beach like what is happening on this trip anyway so I get to meet Oprah and um, I had performed in the show a, a show for all the women that were there on this cruise and Oprah wasn't scheduled to be at my show she oh. was not scheduled but she had a, a dinner that she was at the night of my show and everybody who was at that dinner was coming to my show and I, I think I talk about this in the book too. Yeah. That um, you do. Everybody, like, was, everybody was going. <laughs> Gail was there, right? And the reason why I know this is because uh, some of her nieces that were at the table told me later what happened, and that she was like, "Gail, are you going to the show?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm going." She's like, "Well, then I'm going to go." And so they had to like reroute her security route, you know, because she has a whole oh, security yeah. detail, and they plan out where she's going. So they had to like reroute it so that she could come to my show. And I'm in the green room and. I can hear all of a sudden the the audience erupt and go crazy. And I'm like, well, I'm still back here. So what are they cheering for? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I think Oprah's here at my show. No pressure. Uh, right. No pressure. I was like, oh my, I think Oprah's here. And then sure enough, like the the manager guy, the stage manager guy comes and he's like, yes, yeah, so um, Oprah's here at yours. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. No big deal. And um, so anyway, she came to my my show. The next day they did like a meet and greet with some of the people on the ship who were like brought on to like perform and, and things like that and some executives and whatnot. And so in my meet and greet with her, she starts quoting my material to me oh. from the show, telling me some of her favorite jokes that I did. I was like, oh, my God, you paid attention. Like, you were listening. And she was, like, quoting my jokes. And we go. We take our picture. We have a little conversation. And then we're like, thank you so much, Oprah. This was amazing. You know, whatever. And we're walking away. And as I'm walking away, she goes, hey. And I turn around. She goes, you got it, girl. And I was like, yeah. I, I, I would have been the yeah. end. I was like, Thank you. Talk about vibrating. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my ears swelling. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to. Well, in the book, myself. you also you you call her the second most famous person after Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I love it. I she, love she's it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's yes, awesome. I fully agree. Yeah, I don't think I ever got to meet her. It sounds like you had you've you've met so many. Like you have so many famous fans of yours. Like you, did and you yeah, just recently kinda. played yeah. the White House. So. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't perform for the White House, but I just I got a, a a tour of the White House, and it was a very special. I just want to point out you were supposed to be here last week, and you didn't yes. come last week because all of a sudden, well, when the White you had House to be at the called. White House, <laughs> she called me. She's like, "I'm so sorry, I can't come in the White House." I was like, "Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can rearrange things for it's that. It's not like you're like Carrot Top needs me, like, right? It was like, <laughs> although I do love Carrot Top, <laughs> I know, and I'm sure you would have canceled us for Carrot Top, but. <laughs> No, it was an incredible experience. This very last minute, I had just finished taping 
my special here in Nashville. And uh, so that was on Saturday, but I got the call on Thursday. Hey, do you want to come to the White House? And I was like, yes. yeah, but what do I have to say? Like, that was my first question. Oh, yeah. But what do I have to say? Like, what, like, all of a sudden, just super intimidated. Do you need a speech like, or... exactly. Do I need to write a speech? Like, I don't, hold, what do I wear? I don't know. Let me find all the details first. What do I have to say? And then I'll tell you if I, and they were like, you don't have to say anything. We're just going to come and hear what they're doing for our community and we're going to share with them what they could be doing better for our community. And you just can come and listen and ask a question if you have one. And I was like, I, I, I can do that. That's awesome. Yeah, let's totally do that. And so um, it was just like a whirlwind. I did my taping. I had like one day to like sleep from all just the adrenaline that was exuded out of my body the night before. And then I went to the mall, Green Hills Mall. Yeah. It was like, what do you wear to meet the president? I was no. there yesterday just for a Today Show appearance I'm doing. And I was yeah. nervous enough and I wasn't yeah. going to the White House. Yeah, just picked an outfit and then was on the plane the next day and then went to the White House and then went back on oh. the road, did shows, Charleston and Charlotte. And then I just landed last night and came oh. back here. Straight oh. to you. I told Thank you I would. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, thanks for having me. This yeah. Fun. Well, we like to get into what people, I mean... We want to talk about, we want to hear all your stories too, because you have so many great ones. But you guys, seriously, you have to go buy her book or even better, listen to her audiobook because I love hearing you. On double speed. On do- <laughs> listen, to, listen to it on double speed. It's like, it's insane. But um, it was so fun. And your stories are so amazing. And I'm so jealous that I didn't think in my audiobook to do, like, you like do the voice, you do voices and you kind of like have fun and you whisper some parts and you, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't do any of that in my audiobook. Mine's like very dry and like. And then I did the show Sabrina. And then a lot of life I did another show called. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know, what? I listened to Matthew McConaughey's book before I taped mine. And he was so entertaining. Really? And just so like playing all the different voices. See, I've and never everything. done. I wish I had. I just I'd never listened to an audiobook before. And when I wrote my book, I thought I was going to love the experience. And it felt more like journaling. But I couldn't tell all the secrets, just most of them. And I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it like I wish I What year did you write your book? It was 2012, I think. So it was long before audiobooks was a a thing. So we totally get that. Maybe I'll go back and redo my audiobook. (laughs) I'm I'm lucky that I got to, like, hear Matthews and Valerie Bertinelli, who another book that is so, like, she is a story. You got to listen to her audio. She's such a storyteller, and her voice is, like, so soothing. And you just, like... She is just like a mama bear that like you're listening to her. So you're like, read me another story. Like oh. she's just, oh, I love Valerie so much. But anyway, so I, I was listening to other people's audiobooks and I was like, oh, okay. So it's not just like read your script. It is like you can like add to it and things like, and Kevin Hart, that was another one too yeah. that oh, I listened yeah. to his book. And See, I was reading them. Was like I read, um, like I read some of the ones of women my age that were popular, like Tori Spelling and some other friends of mine had had some. And so I list, I read theirs. Uh-huh. But then I read Rob Lowe's and I really liked that one. But I didn't have the audiobooks yeah. really to lean into. Right, and, right. Um, you know, I didn't I think I didn't even know we were going to do an audiobook. And they're like, you want to come in and record the audiobook? I was like, oh, OK. Next time I was asked to do an audiobook, I was like, no, nah, get my sister to do it. She sounds like me. <laughs> Hilarious. That's so funny. Whenever I need someone to look like me or sound like me, I get my sisters. Did, <laughs> did she really read your book for you? She did. No, not my not my book, but she they did a, the writer of Clarissa Explains It All, my first oh. show. He wrote a book that was sort of it was Clarissa based, but uh-huh. it was like Clarissa in later years. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'm not I'm in my 40s and she's in her 30s and at least I don't know. I just felt like she should be doing it, not me. So, I had my sister do it. That's fun. So my sister plays Clarissa. She I also love that. played 
Sabrina in the animated series. So she kind of I always plays that. my characters younger. <laughs> that's so cool. You know, you got to do what you got to do. That No, that's really cool. The fact that you can say that you have that with your sister, that you I know. can do that. And we all, yeah, if we ever answered the phone at home, you never knew who was who. We got to give you fuzzy socks. I forgot to give you fuzzy you socks. That's right. I just have my plain old... Basket. Pick out a pair of socks. There's big, fluffy ones. Who's yeah, worn these socks? So Nobody's worn nobody. them. They're just, oh, okay. They're just been tied together. Are these Patty Heaton socks that I'm wearing right now? <laughs> no, you get to keep them. You get to oh, take I them do? home. Oh, oh so Patty wore hers on her hands. The Patty's the reason Angela's here. <laughs> oh, yeah, Patty did. Oh, yeah? We love Patty. Yeah, Patty gave me Angela's number, and that's how we got in touch. And they're not toys. He's like, let me go in. He's like, I would like to chew on the socks. You're being the most right now. I need you to relax. Oh, he's so cute. Super sweet. So, all right. So we know you like audiobooks. So we're let's talk about other things you binge. What else were you into right now? Crime shows. Everything crime. Really? What is Everything it with all the murders. Crime. You know, and it's women with the crime, right? It it's is. not men like in the crime so much. It's, it's the us. women. Like that that's what like I I say like I love all the crime shows, whether it's a network procedural drama or a docu-series. I love them all. Like if there is not an investigation to be had, a bad guy to <laughs> be caught. Do you feel caught, like you could solve all of them though? A soothing narrator voice telling me how the woman's body was dragged behind the building. <laughs> then I don't want to watch it. Like those are my jams. So wait, did you watch Dahmer? I haven't. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, my husband started watching it, and it was already on for, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, and then I refused to jump in late. I was like, oh. no, I need to start from the beginning. Oh. So I was like, he was like, come soon and watch. I was like, no, you started without me. Forget it. <laughs> my feelings are officially hurt. Yeah. You no, I'll watch it on it. my own time, and then I just haven't. I hear the first two are absolutely great. Here's the thing. My my 16-year-old sat down with me at the table, and he goes, Mom, who's Jeffrey Dahmer? And I was like, oh, I was like a serial murderer, like— I don't actually really know anything about him. Let's look him up. And I looked it up, and what a mistake. I went down a dark rabbit hole <laughs> that night at dinner with the family. No, with trying the family. Not Let to me tell, tell them you, all the, my children the story. Yeah. I had no idea how gruesome. I was like, this doesn't seem real. This seems like Silence of the Lambs. Like, what? I did not yeah. know that this, like, I had no idea. Ooh. I had no idea that he was that disgusting of a human being. And I, I don't even think you can call him that. But I, so then I was like, well, we're not watching this show. Well, I might want to, but they can't. And then I was like, well, when am I ever going to be in the headspace for that? So I right. heard the first two are gruesome, and then after that it gets a little better, but not better, but kind of tapers off a little. Okay. But I don't know if I can do it. I know everybody's talking about it right yeah. now. But yeah, I don't, honestly, there's a lot of shows that if it's like too emotionally invested, I can't do it. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to watch SVU again, which yeah. I did just recently watch your episode again. Did you? Just <laughs> in preparation. I've seen every episode of the show, but I was like, oh my God, let's just watch it again uh, in preparation. I almost quit the business after that episode. Really? Just so you know. I used to watch that show uh, like, and I, I harassed the people to be on it um, and finally got in front of Mariska at a party and convinced her to talk to the people but I'd already talked to the casting director or the producer like and uh yeah and then I did it and after nine days in New York pretending to be raped or accused of rape um I was done with the business I was like unless I do comedy I'm not doing this I'm not wow. living my life in this in this headspace wow it was awful I was like you know like you know you you're you walk out of an abortion clinic quote unquote you like walk out of the abortion clinic and they tell you they have their your baby in the cooler and you're supposed to pass out and faint, but they're all making jokes about it because it's an everyday work thing for them. And for sure. me, I'm like trying to be in that headspace uh -huh. of what just happened. And and you're like, this is awful. Like I'm watching, oh. I'm wa I was watching uh, The Accused on loop and I was like writing suicide notes to get mm. myself in that like awful <gasps> yes. place. Yeah. Wow. And then I was like, well, this is gruesome. I'm not doing this anymore. 
Wow. So. Yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, watching the sausage get made. You don't want it. Yeah, anymore, no. You know, no. like I, that's an interesting point because I love crime shows that I wonder if I ever were to book uh, a role because I too have also reached out to SVU <laughs> many times and been like, what's up? Yeah. Can you yeah. Apparently persistence pays like, Come on, girl. I need to run filming. into Mariska somewhere. Yeah, what it go is. find her at a party. Seriously. But, um, so yeah, I have not booked it, but I wonder if I book, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to watch it anymore. I hope not, because I enjoyed those shows. You know, I know, I really liked it, Don't but I it. also, like, I had a hard time on set, not just with the content of it, but, like, on set. I wasn't really, I didn't feel very welcome on set, so I was sort of like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be around this anymore, and I don't want to have to do, like, I couldn't imagine, I think they were only on their ninth season or something by then. Now it's yeah. been, like, 20 years. Yeah, 24 seasons. I can't imagine, like, having to deal with that those topics week after week after week, and for years and years and years and try to like, I don't know. I, I like laughing on set. I like mm, mm -hmm. being fun. I like making people laugh. I don't like manipulating my emotions or anyone else's. Yeah. So I'd rather just everyone be in a good mood. Cause if you're, I feel like comedy is great. If you're sad, you can watch comedy. Yeah. If you're upset, you can watch, you know, if, if you're, if you're angry, if you're tired, if you're whatever you are, comedy elevates you yeah. to a happier place. I think, you know, what's funny is I, I work in comedy and um, I, when I want to like unplug, comedy is the last thing that I go to. Really, it's always That's crime shows. For you, I guess. It's, I mean, I don't know what it is. There's something about. I think like with procedurals, at least we know they're gonna catch the bad guy in the end or something. And so there's something about like there's it's finished. Like there's yeah. there's it's okay. That is completed. I feel good. Like there's no open ends, even though sometimes on SVU they'd be like, the bad guy won in this case. Darn ah. it. Um, but very few. They just do mm -hmm. that to throw it to twist. Or it. that yeah. rare to be continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, this is syndication. They will not show the next one. <laughs> How do I know it? Well, I finally, yeah. my husband and I finally just started a new show. We went from, we've been watching Lost, like all, it took us all year to watch Lost. We'd never seen it before. And now we're watching 24, which we've never seen before. And that is a, talk about, that must have been like the first real binge show. Yeah, like you cannot not turn on the next one. It's insane, but like that, yeah. in, the, in that case, nothing gets wrapped up. These girls have been kidnapped for many, many, many hours. My husband and I also did twenty four. We started twenty in twenty twenty one. Um, we started binging twenty four. He had already seen it. I had never seen oh. it, but I haven't finished it still. Like we oh. kind of we fell off. Well, like we got in it's like four seasons, and then it was just like, oh, I'm touring again. The world opened back up. Well, it's yeah. twenty four hours to get through a whole season, so yeah. it's like. Literally, 24 is 24, right? Yeah. So I've never watched it. I don't know the... It's it goes good. in order. So it's from midnight till noon is the whole season. So the first episode is 12 is twelve at night, midnight to 1 a.m. And it's like an election night. And there's been a death threat on the senator who's running for president. And so then it's like Jack Bauer is the... Uh, is like the, oh, yeah. okay. the counter -ter is, terrorist unit. It's clicking now. Yeah. yeah, and his daughter's been kidnapped. Like right away in the first episode, she's been kidnapped to be used as ransom bait or something. I don't know what's going to happen there. Ransom bait. Yeah, like ransom. You know, they want you know, you know bait a word. The, give me money and I'll give you the kid back. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? I guess. That, yeah. yeah, ransom. That makes, that makes sense, right? Ransom. Um, but yeah, so it's twenty four hours a season, and there's uh, six seasons. I don't know how many. I never got. It's a lot. What's six times twenty four? I don't even know. And then they brought it back around, and they did a new twenty four that lasted one season. Oh and it yeah. Didn't work. They had a new guy who was the star of the show. That was probably know. the problem. Are yeah. there movies now too? I feel like there's. Was there a movie? Jack Bow? I think maybe maybe you thinking of Jack Ryan. Ooh, like I the Jack Ryan like Jack TV Ryan. show and all the Jack Ryan movies. No, I feel like there's a twenty four movie. Twenty four movie, maybe. I think there might have been or something. Yeah. Yeah. Brain. 
Yeah. She, oh, she's got a brain. She's got a. She has a brain. She does have I a do brain. I do have a brain. But she also has an earpiece. I ear thought piece. you were calling for line. Oh, her, I thought you were. She calling calls her for husband. Line. Her yes, she's yeah. calling her husband. It, there's for, a couple of 24 movies. The last one came out, I think, in like 2016. Oh, really? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, so after I'm done with the series, after we're done with the series, we'll have to yeah. go watch. Let's go watch the movies together. Oh, oh as if they're in the theater still. Yeah, but we should. We'll do movie night. We'll do movie night. That's fun. I like it. We yeah. gotta finish it first, though. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be. I'll see you in like nine months. Yeah, we'll <laughs> be like having a baby watching the show. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but crime shows is all I binge. Yeah, that's really. My, that's it. Right now, I went back to Criminal Minds. Okay. And um, I just picked a random season. I think I started in like season three or something. And so I'm just going through Criminal Minds. And I literally watch it while I'm in the green room putting my makeup on before I go on stage and make people laugh. (laughs) That is, it calms me down. It does. You know, I hear this all the time that it's calming for people. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I I don't process conflict that way. But (laughs) it is a thing. Like I will have anxiety if I have anxiety that day, which I've I've gotten a good hold of my anxiety over the past year. But um, if I'm having an anxious day and I can feel my breathing start to like be shallow and like it feels like an elephant on my chest, I'd be like up and then I'll get my phone and I'll go to a crime show and I'll just like put it on in the background and I'm just doing my makeup before my show. And I'm like and I just calm down listening about murder. I guess it's a way to be like, I guess my life could be worse. Yeah, maybe. It's a subconscious like, like, well, at least I'm not that. I'm not and dead. <laughs> I'm not killing humans. That's real stress. Here we go. <laughs> this is just fun stress. Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. And the fact that mostly women listen to uh, like, watch it and listen to it. Um, and it's mainly about women. Like, that's what's different about Dahmer, right, is that his victims were men. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times these, these victims are women. So it's. Yeah. You do the podcast, too. I do not as much as um, because here's the thing. I like to zone out. And so I can zone out with shows that I I know like the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. SVU, Criminal Minds, like all those kind of stuff. I can zone out. But with some of these podcasts, like you you have to pay attention. Like you have to like follow the details. And so it's fun, but I have to have energy for it. I have to like be prepared for it. So I I finished um, To Live and Die in L.A. Did you hear about that one? Oh, I have that in mind, but I've never. Oh, it's good. To Live and Die in L.A. That was a good one. And that was entertaining. We listened to it on a road trip driving from the Bay Area back to LA and we just went one right after the next so into it um and then Serial which was like mm-hmm. I guess the oh, first yeah. big Everyone's popular favorite. one yeah which now there's been sort of a because he got released uh, yeah he got released but I, th- I also heard that they are keeping him close oh, oh the family's not happy about it oh okay I just heard I hear that, that. yeah that makes sense yeah so the family's not happy about it but I think there still has to be more appeal process mm-hmm. I don't know but it's yeah. inter- I'm, I'm, I mean I felt like from the podcast at least he seemed innocent yeah, just like I Melanie only McGuire. To four episodes Seri- of it. I didn't finish it. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's like the popular one that everybody's like, "Oh my god, yeah, I'm yeah. so." Did good. you listen to the suitcase? Kill? It's uh, actually called uh, Direct Appeal. I think is the name of the podcast. So then there was a movie on Lifetime. Our friend Candace King was in playing Melanie McGuire, who's the woman that's accused of the murder. She's in prison for a long. Wow. I mean, for life unless something happens. But um, I think these women are trying to appeal her case, but she's the suitcase killer. Apparently, apparently killed her husband and diced him up, like dismembered him into three suitcases and floated him down a river that wasn't even near her house. So, I mean, like so far away that she could have dropped him in numerous other bodies. Like when I'm listening to this podcast, I'm like, I don't believe this, but it's interesting. You got to you got to check it out. You you might like that one because it's one of those two. It's like cereal where you're like, you don't feel like justice was maybe served or they got the right person. They just like gave up and 
focused on this one person and put all their eggs in that basket. I just heard about a new one this morning. Oh, what is I'm it? very interested. Okay. It's uh, a former FBI profiler who is also a writer on Criminal Minds oh. and someone from like Scotland Yard or something who's like the same kind of profiler that this person is, but over in Scotland. And then um, somebody else, I forget what that person does, but they take cases and they profile the killers on, on the Whoa, podcast. And I was like, cool. what? Okay. See, I could get into that because that's that's less of the like ooey gooey yeah. of the Amanda, story and Amanda more about can't like, the minds that You don't like the crime stuff, huh? She doesn't well, like I, anything. I like it. Wait, I what like did you just tell me the other day you can't watch like uh, Monsters, Inc.? Or there was some oh, no. benign movie that you're like, I can't <laughs> watch it. It's Pinocchio. No, I can't do it. She can't Why? watch these movies. Or Dumbo. Why it's, too emotional? It's too much conflict. Yeah, emotional conflict. Pinocchio, though. What, when it, he becomes a donkey? <laughs> All of it. He becomes a real so boy. Horrible. You've got to know that part. I know. Baby, my Oh, that, so, yes. That's just, Dumbo, I think, is when people yeah. say Bambi's <gasps> the saddest movie. I'm sorry. Dumbo is the saddest yeah. movie. It's awful. Rita Moreno was in here, and she was talking about Dumbo. Wasn't it her? Yeah, because she said if she had to live in any... She wanted to sing... Baby mind, she wanted to be the mom. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? I'm just going to turn into a puddle and fall on the floor. I can't even handle the thought of that. And she's like, it's such a beautiful thing. I was like, it's... I was like, are you serious? Right here. Very emotional. Dumbo was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, when I had kids and I started showing them those movies again, and I was like, well, we can't watch Bambi because that's too upsetting with the mom dying. And then we're watching Dumbo, and I'm like, this is... This is worse. And Fox and the Hound. Oh, all of it's so sad. I watched the end on a little tiny clip of Homeward Bound the other day. It was like on Instagram or something. Oh. And lost Oh no! everything. With Fox in the House? We had a dog named Copper. Homeward Bound, you know, where Shadow finally comes out of the woods. It's like, Shadow! And I was like, oh no. I don't know that one. Oh, it, it was from, I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know thing. it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was There's been live like three action. Homeward Bounds now, right? Three family pets get lost during a move, and the kids think they're gone. Aww. It was Shadow as a golden retriever. Chance is like an American bulldog kind of thing. He's like black and white and drooly and so cute. And then there's like Sassy, this little like fluffy cat. And they it's their adventure through the wilderness to try and get back to their children. Aww. And it is so traumatizing. Toy Story with live animals. <laughs> Yes, it's so they have personalities and they're talking. Well, what's the one where the dog keeps reinvent, re like um, being reborn into different bodies and uh, a dog's life or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. No, nope, that, that either. No, you would be devastated because they keep dying. I mean, obviously, he keeps dying. And yeah. really, what I'm another. saying is, I'm apparently too traumatized to deal with any more emotional trauma than I've yeah. already had. I, I, I will tell you, can't this. take you can on watch Ted Lasso. That's about all you get. I- <laughs> If your doctor can recite every line from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off but can't remember your name, it's time for a new doctor with ZocDoc. Yeah, it's a great movie, but ZocDoc makes it easy to find quality doctors in your network and in your neighborhood. Before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews, right? Mm -hmm. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? Finding the right doctor is just as, if not more, important than finding the right plate of eggs benedict. With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help you find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, plus, with real, verified patient reviews, you can find the right doctor for you, one that actually remembers your name. Mm-hmm. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com WWB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com. 
Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash W-W-B. ZocDoc.com slash W-W-B. I love the crime shows. I can watch uh, Human Murder all day. Animals? But I cannot no. watch anything animal, like, even, like, just National Geographic, the circle of life. Oh. The natural circle of life of this lion eating a zebra, unsubscribe. I can't watch that. <laughs> but no, Jeffrey Dahmer cutting up bodies okay. of boys. Totally You're good I'm okay with it. <laughs> but do not touch an animal. Okay. I know you have to survive, lion. I I get it, but do not. <laughs> How do we feel about, time. like, trash TV, like reality shows? I don't watch a lot of reality, not because I'm against it or anything. It just doesn't do much for me. But the ones that I do watch, um, uh, the Netflix one, um, Love is Blind. Yes. <laughs> I do watch that You're one. You're my people. But I didn't. I never got into The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But Love is Blind, really enjoy that. you watch The Circle that. ever? What's The Circle? What's it's on one? Netflix, too. The first season is, like, garbage. Don't do it. The second season of The Circle... <laughs> So you don't have to watch the first season to understand what the hell's going on? No. Okay. So it's these people, and it's like a live-action social media kind oh, of Oh, I did see it. I, I've seen like three I love episodes at my friends. I so much. Really? <gasps> and Too Hot to Handle. That's another I one. I didn't see that one. Oh. They're trash humans put on an island to like... Trash is the word of the day, by the way. Mm-hmm. They think <laughs> that they're going to like, you know hook up with all these people and they get there and there's this robot lady who's like, huh, you can't have sex with anyone. Ha ha, if you do, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Here's all these hot wow. people that are naked. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. so good. They pull out their credit card. I don't watch any reality. I need I need to start because apparently my 16-year-old, he's watching them with my babysitter and I'm like, well, that's weird. I feel like I should know what you're watching. <laughs> but I brought up reality because we have to talk about it. I think I've seen it. an SVU episode about this. Yes. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. We have to talk about the real dirty dancing because I watched oh, yeah. it yes. and you were on it. Yes. So I guess there's one reality show that I did. I know you haven't been <laughs> on Dance with the Stars though. I think that's next. Although I think as a Raiderette, you're too skilled. I don't know because like I I'm not like a trained dancer. Like I would get critiqued a lot. They'd be like, Oh, your hands were ugly or your toes weren't pointed, but I just have rhythm is what it is. Mm. So well, like I think it's not like, like how do you feel to be God's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I feel like everyone on Dance with the Stars has like one of three gifts, right? They either ha- have musical ability, so like rhythm, or they have some kind of like body wherewithal, like they're like they're an Olympian or something, uh-huh. right? Or they're performers, so they're used to the audience. Uh-huh. So I feel like You're right. You ha- everyone always has like at least one of those going on. So if you have all three of those going on, which I feel like you do, like you're like the triple threat. Yeah, like then you can because as but a raider, you must have been athletic, and then yeah. you're obviously used to being on stage, and yeah. you have rhythm. Then you're golden, and you'll win. Maybe, maybe, maybe you I have should too do much. it. Maybe you're well, too, you got too I am much. of the opinion that you should have one. Uh, the, the dirty dance. Yeah, dirty dance. I thought you, were saying you should have at least one. I'm like one what? One gift? No, one, one trophy. <laughs> I I thought you had it in the bag. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, it was an incredible experience. I actually I myself was rooting for Cat. Cat is so charming and so lovely that every day that we would do something new, she was just like. Uh, so lovable. You can't not love her. And then Corbin is just perfection at everything he does. So I was like, well, this just makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, so many of you were talented and, I mean, athletes and dancers and and all of that. So I was like, well, whoever wins this, it's going to be someone worthy of it. Yeah. But y'all, I feel like in that one, your personality shined. Thank Obviously, you. your effort 
showed through, and you're a very talented dancer. Thank you. And but did you like love the movie going into this? Oh yeah. I figure you don't do that show if you don't. But oh yeah. Wait, does I don't know the show? Does everyone do oh, a lift? Sorry. So does everybody have yes. to do the lift. So it's the real Dirty Dancing, and they bring eight celebrities back to where they filmed the actual movie, and so they like have camping. us. Oh, where is it? Uh, in uh, well, there's two different locations. Virginia is the one that we did, but okay. they filmed the movie in two different locations. Oh, okay. So, but it's very cool because it's still an active um, resort. So they have like this is baby's cabin that oh. they used as her cabin, and so they have like the sign there, and you can baby rent stays. it still. Oh, you can, yeah, yeah. And they have like this is um, this is the scene where she comes to her dad and she apologizes to her dad, and they have like a little like. You know, sign there. They have the corner. This is the uh oh, well, like nobody. Where they put her in the corner. corner. Yeah. Uh no. Oh damn it. But we we re- how much re- would people pay it. to sit in the corner? I know. I mean, like a lot, and then have someone that looks like Patrick Swayze come up in a black T-shirt and go. Nobody put like come yeah. on. Pay well, big that's bucks what we got that. to do on the oh, show. They we, got to remake all awesome. those moments. So they had so us cool. reenact all the scenes, like all the famous scenes from the movie, plus dances. And um, so we got to use like our acting skills and our dance skills, and um, it was a competition. And then I got I get stolen from my partner from a different partner, and it was like a whole a whole thing. That's awesome. Wait, yeah. so do they do more than one season? Was it one season or is it so far? It's been one season, but it's been they did the real dirty dancing here, Australia, and the UK. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so maybe kind of miss the boat around is what you're saying. No, I hope they come late. back around because it's really like, fun. I don't know, like uh, Zambia. Maybe you know, I'm going to pitch you. Okay. I'm going to pitch you for it. Pitch me. Yeah. <laughs> want to do it? <laughs> dirty I dancing. so want to do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, wait. So we have a list of questions. You ready for a question? Yes. Right. Did she prep you for these? Yeah, a little bit. I did okay, I? Yeah, good. I think I did. Right. These were these are these. This season is Amanda's. Uh, I read through it very quickly, and I was like, "Ooh, what would I say?" And then I I forgot to go back and figure out what I would say. I know, that's okay. That's okay. We like a little spontaneity. Um, it's uh these are these are these are thinkers though. These questions yeah. are definitely thinkers. All right, if you could live life as any character in a book, show, movie, whatever, who would it be? Ooh, book, show, movie. Um, any character. Any. So, I love Sandra Bullock, mm. and um, Miss Congeniality yes. is so fun, and I love Good. that because, like, I like the crime shows and stuff. Yeah. So she gets to be this tough, yes. like, <laughs> authoritative FBI agent. I'm pretty sure she's FBI in, in that yeah, movie. I can't so. remember, but um, but she also like joins the beauty pageant and she's funny and so she like gets to like make somebody laugh and then shoot the bad guy and like chase him <laughs> down and like all of those things. You just be on Brooklyn Nine-Nine for that, I think. Oh, I, I girl, I tested for that show <laughs> and you? I was highly disappointed when I didn't get it. Like I was oh, heartbroken when I didn't get that show. they still making it? Can you guess start? No, it's done. Oh, damn it. Yeah, but I, I tested for two roles on that show. But um, yeah, I didn't get it. Um, But yeah, so I would say... Like that, like Miss Congeniality, like she gets to be like tough, but also fun and still pretty and yeah. still silly. And like, I, I, I would say that, I guess. That's a good one. Actually, I'm I'm a huge Sandra Bullock fan as well. I feel like she's just now getting like as dense as her body of work is like people are just now giving her credit, I think, for her like career in a way. I keep hearing she's her name cool. recently, whereas I feel like people don't really talk about her that much. They should because she's so freaking incredible. But so good. I think I don't know if this would count, but could I be Leanne Tui since there actually is a Leanne Tui and Sandra Bullock played her in Blindside? 
Can I still be Leanne Tui even though Leanne Tui lives in Memphis? <laughs> you know, she yeah. is herself. <laughs> even though she's Do I get to be her because Sandra played right. her? Like, how does that work? Um, okay, if you had to pick a genre to describe your life, what would it be? Um... Crime? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope not. No, maybe like action comedy, but not like shooting people action, but just like always on the go, always somewhere different. Move, move, move. Uh, adventure? Comedy. Adventure. Okay, yeah. adventure. That's comedy. what I said. I'd I said that. adventure because that's the closest I could come to like. Yeah. Because then you get a little romance, you get yeah. a little comedy, you get a little drama. Yeah. You know? I'd say adventure comedy. Okay. That's a good one. If you could choose any actress to play you in your life story, who would it be? Listen, I haven't had enough acting work. I'm going to play myself, okay? Ooh, I like it. The confidence. Look at that. No wonder Oprah said, listen, you got it. <laughs> I've auditioned for a lot of parts that I did not get. I'm going to play myself. <laughs> Wait, so th- going back to your book, you do say a lot in the beginning, and I haven't finished the book yet, but you say that um, you wanted, you you set out to be an actress, yeah. but you got kind of caught up in the, in the stand-up comic yeah. world, which I'm so jealous of, by the way. So do you still strive to be, is actress still like yeah. what you, like your ultimate? My ultimate dream is to have my own multicam sitcom. Oh, really? Yes, that is my dream. Well, let me tell you something. Dream that lasts for a few years. <laughs> but stand-up, com- I'm so jealous that you can do, like I'm literally recently been like, why did I not work harder on stand-up? Com- like why was that never anything I ever thought about? Because I accidentally got on stage at the Laugh Factory a few years ago. <laughs> By the way, you can look this up, I swear to God, if you look up Melissa Joan Hart dumps beer on her head. Oh. That was at the Laugh Factory. It was a real strong bit, you guys. It was for Closer, <laughs> uh, and she dedicated to it. Was And I think that's where, is that where Kevin Nealon did his, uh, his um, uh, he would interview people on stage. I think it was Laugh Factory. But I literally had a beer in my hand, and I'm not used to working with a microphone and a beer. And so I stood Oh, no. They were like, hey, since you're here to be interviewed by Kevin, you know, everyone gets to do a five-minute set. And I was like, I don't have a set. What do you mean? But David Spade's there. Dana Carvey's there. I'm like... All right, let me, you know what? I thought of something. Let me do something. And I don't know, I don't remember exactly what the idea was. I got up on stage and I was like going to do this whole thing about like, guys, I'm sweating. Like, I'm not used to being on stage like this. Look, I'm totally sweating. And I was like sweating through my denim shirt. But as I lifted up my arm to show everyone my armpit, I dumped the beer straight onto my head. It came pouring out of the (laughs) bottle directly. It looks like I posed it. I swear to God, the picture they got is me like this smiling as the beer is like coming out of the bottle. (laughs) And then later on, I think it was Dana Carvey got up on stage and goes, guys, we just saw Melissa Joan Hart dump her, a beer on her head. And the next day, it went kind of whatever viral was back then. And it was like people saying, look what Melissa will do for comedy. And I was like, oh, yeah, guys, I did that on purpose. That's right. Yeah, oh, my that. God. Totally Were you, that. like, shocked yourself? Like, ah, oh, who did this? Yeah, and I went, oh, oh. And that's when I said, well, I'm not used to working with a beer, guys. Like, I don't have beer oh, when I'm doing a sitcom. Like, <laughs> that is incredible. I didn't know what arm, you know what I mean? Like, I knew I couldn't There's move the microphone. There's been times when I've gone to take a drink out of my water and I drink out of my microphone. I go, oh, <laughs> wrong one. Sorry about that. Whoops. <laughs> I think for me it was like, okay, I know the microphone stays right here. This arm can move. But I forgot that I actually had a full beer in my head. Yeah, it was, uh, that, was, that was a low moment. And yet it turned out to be one of those like no publicity, like all publicity is good publicity. Right, kind of thing. right, right, right. <laughs> While we're funny. talking about stand-up though, probably the... Well, A, what is the question you get asked the most by all of your fans? While we're- the question I get asked yes. the most? If I everyone can has one. do the nail salon for me. Can you do the nail salon? So can should you, we just hear it? Do you, you want to do, do it? Do you hate? Is it like one of these, it's your it's your big hit. So you have- it's, it's the joke I've been doing for 15 years. Yeah. That I had no idea. Then the story behind that joke is it's one of the first jokes that I wrote in my free joke writing stand-up comedy class that I took at a church. 
and I wrote this nail salon bit in this it, free class on a Tuesday night. And that's what got you on Mad TV. Was that part of your audition for Mad TV, right? And yeah. it has been blessed. Yeah. And here I am 15 years later and it's still So like, as like a band that hates to play their one hit that everybody loves. Right, right, right. Do you hate to perform it? It's not that I hate I don't hate to perform it. I actually enjoy performing it. It's in the off moments when I'm like at the airport and somebody's like do the nail salon. I'm oh. like Wee! you know. Um it's, it's going to be like moments. people going up to Joey Lawrence and going say whoa. Yeah. Something oh. like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that's probably yeah. like nah, this guy. Um <laughs> But no, now I present it in my show kind of like as a thank you to my audience. Yeah, like like an encore. Thank you, exactly. Thank you for riding with me for so long. This joke has now become bigger than a joke. It's now something nostalgic that people, when they hear it, they go, oh, this reminds me of that road trip with me and my girlfriends when we were in college. Oh, this reminds me. And people have told me these stories. Uh, my dad used to watch your video when he was going through chemo, and that joke reminds mm -hmm. me of my dad. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't really get along with my mom, but we bonded over that joke you did, so thanks for that. I get messages like that from people. That's great. And so I I bring this joke out at the very end of my show, like as a thank you. I know this joke means a lot to you guys. So here you go. Well, and I'm just jealous that you get to do like your stand up is so like you can do that for the troops on a USO tour. You can do that for the president at the White House. You can do that for, you know, like you I can't sing and I don't do stand up. So I'm like, I feel like what am I going to do? Get out there and like perform I don't know, a scene from Sabrina by myself? Yeah. That seems stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mayim Bialik did on the USO tour. She did a did she? scene from Big Bang Theory. She printed out a scene, and we got one um, serviceman from the audience to come up and no play um, play the opposite Jim character. Jim Parsons or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no he got way. to play that character with actual Mayim Bialik. Oh, so and I should just... get someone to play the cat. Yeah, just do that. It's all you need. Just, yeah. My sister used to say, because my question was always like, where's the cat? My sister said I needed to start carrying around a black sock in my back pocket, put it on my hand and go, oh, look, here he is. Hi, Sale. I mean, oh, hi, yeah. Melissa. Yeah. You know, and like, do, and make people think I'm absolutely insane so they'll leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Just carry around a black sock. Uh, she's on drugs. Did you hear? <laughs> Did you hear? A black sock in yeah. my back pocket? Talk the things I mean. she'll do for comedy. <laughs> exactly. Dump beer on my head and carry around a black sock. <laughs> What's the other, what was the other question? The other was, question was, what is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on stage? Oh, the most embarrassing thing that has happened to me on stage. Um, I would say the the story that always comes up for me is early on in my career. I wasn't even headlining yet. I was still just trying to get spots here and there, but I would I could only really get spots at like the Latino night at the main clubs, like if it was the improv or something, I could only get on the Latino night. Um, or it was the coffee shop down the street, this random dive bar. Those were like the only sets that I could get. But there was this one night I was doing Latino night. And like I said, my last name is Johnson. I, I wanted to be a chola, but I don't even speak Spanish. Like it was just uh, always something that I struggled with, wanting to be more Latino than I felt that I actually was. And so I'm doing Latino night and all the comics that are going up in front of me are very much who they are, just like how they talk. And I was like, oh, I can do that accent. Oh, I know how to do that. <laughs> oh, I can put that on. Oh, I know how to do that. I'm good at voices. I can do that. And I felt like uh, there was this one show and there was a guy that I was dating at the time. And he came to that show and I completely bombed. It was very embarrassing. That was just a sidebar. But... um <laughs> I started the show with trying to get the audience to do a grito with me, which is like a shower, shower, like a noise, yeah, right? Yeah. 
And they did not. And it was embarrassing. And instead, because I'm so brand new, instead of making fun of myself for this very embarrassing moment that I just had, I just kept going. Like, it didn't happen. It was just like, (laughs) okay. And then I grew up, blah, blah, blah. Like, just continue. It was awful. So embarrassing. Um, But that's probably the most embarrassing that I can think of in this moment. Well, (laughs) that's good. You just played the Ryman. Yes. That's incredible. I actually saw David Spade play there and something happened where someone passed out in the audience and they had to turn the lights on and stuff. But he recovered so beautifully that I was like, then when the Chris Rock slap happened, I was watching him kind of handle that situation the same way I kind of saw David Spade handle. Like, I was like, comics are really good at recovering from any any distraction, heckler, you know, disaster, emergency. You you must have like... So many devices to pull out to be able to to recover now, as opposed to that first time when you couldn't. Sure, but like sure, so much wisdom you gain on the road, and you have tools in your pocket. You have go-to lines. If there's a heckler that says this, then you can easily come back with that. If you don't have something just that happens in the moment, um, but yeah, there are. I just saw a video yesterday that's starting to go viral of a, a stand-up comedian, a female who's on stage, and. Somebody's heckling her in the audience, real dumb, just like asking her like political questions. And she was like, why? Why do you want to know who I voted for? Like, it's not necessary. She's trying to move on. Yeah. And the woman keeps shouting out more. But like, oh, you voted for this person. And she's like, what does it matter? Like, let's just and she's trying to finish her joke. And she she had just a pristine perfection reply. This woman was was like, well, I can tell by your jokes that you voted for Biden. And she was like, okay, well, I could tell by the fact that you're still talking and nobody wants to hear you that you voted for Trump. <laughs> and then and then everybody starts erupting in laughter and she's trying to move on with her mm-hmm. joke and let it go. And then they threw a full-on beer can at her, <gasps> a full beer. No. Threw it, missed her head by like inches and hits the wall. Wow. And like uncalled for, like that person yeah. should be dealt with, like with the authorities, but I don't think that they were. But, and then she picks up the beer can and she starts chugging it, like, you know, like the comedian yeah. that she is. And, uh, but I just thought like this girl wow. kept herself composed yeah. and like well, you, handled you gotta, it like a champ. When you're like working at, it's it's gotta be similar to just like working in a bar in general because you got a bunch of drunks out there too. Yeah. That feel like they have some say in, the, their entertainment or something, right? Like, it's got to be like, uh, um, I mean, when I'm doing a sitcom, people are basically behind a barrier sitting up on the stands and yeah. there's security there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's got to be a little tough when you're dealing with some people out there that are, you know, saucing it up and sure. think that they can... I would never think to yell out at somebody on stage, by the way. Like, never. I don't know. Maybe Let forge and throw something. If what? Forge and Melissa might. <laughs> Four gin, Melissa. They, my friends call me two gin. They like, really like two gin, Melissa, when I have two gin and tonics. Oh. They really like two gin, Melissa. She's fun. I She's think very gin. Fun. I think the other night at uh, we went to Elton John and I... Uh, oh, you did? I only How had... Was it? it was great. He had COVID, which was interesting. So he, at some point, second song in, he coughed in the middle of the song and I was like, oh no, I know that cough. And then he came out and said later on, and then I saw him, he kept like pinching his nose and, and like equalizing, I think, and then like kind of coughing to the side. His voice sounded great oh, when he sang. Amazing. He stopped for a few songs. He kind of did every other word in a way, like uh-huh. just kind of dropped out. But when he was there, he was there. But he did at one point kind of freak us out and say, I don't know if I'm going to make it tonight, you guys. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through. 
And we were like, oh, uh, just do Yellow Brick Road, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, then at the end, he like ascends into the heavens on the Yellow Brick Road. The we're like, oh, we like just a- experienced his funeral. Cool. Oh. <laughs> it was totally like his memorial. He got oh, on one of those no. like elevator lifts that sort of like brings elderly people up the stairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it goes about that fast. He like, stepped on it. It slowly ascended. There's like an orchestral music going. And the video screen above shows him walking towards like Oz on the oh, Yellow Brick Road, Jesus. walking away from us. And he's literally lifting. and. But it was weird. It was like, what just happened? And he made it very clear, I'm never coming back to Nashville. Like, oh, yeah. This is, like, it. this is it. This is my this last is time it. in Nashville. I am done. I've been here seven. He said something like 17 times to Nashville, 50-something times to the state of Tennessee, 256 shows in this tour. Like, he literally listed Ooh, all the numbers. Yeah. And then he was like, but thanks. It's been great. I'll never see you again, kind of, is, yeah. is what he alluded to. It was well, then he well, ascended to the heavens. Yeah. I was like, well, thank God we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know where I was going with Literally. that. Literally. Oh, he, was, he was great. But he he was sick and he was he kept uh, kind of equal. He made it through the whole show, which I was like, thank God, because I really wanted to. He kind of got his energy back halfway through. He laid down on the piano at one point oh. and like it's stayed like, there for guys. like three awkward moments. Thank you for coming, everyone. <laughs> he literally did. He got up and he was like. And he like leaned his head on the piano, lifted his head up in like a funny moment of like, I need a second, and then laid back down for maybe three minutes. Like it was like an uncomfortable amount of time. Not three minutes. No, like 30 seconds, but it felt like. Okay, it felt like three minutes. You know, when you're sitting, you're like, it's 47 minutes. I mean, yeah. (laughs) My husband says I exactly. I was there, I saw. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) No, but it felt, you know, it got to that point where it was like, (laughs) okay, he's still laying on the. He's breathing, right? Wait, he's still on the. Is someone going to come? Yeah. (laughs) Is he joking? Or do we clap? What should we yeah. do? <laughs> you don't know what to do. <laughs> Super awkward. <laughs> mm. Back to our questions. Oh okay, my gosh, sorry. that's so sidebarred. I love it. Um, okay, wait. Did you pick a genre? Yes, you did. Yeah. Um. Oh, did you pick your actress? Yes, herself. Did you, you picked yourself. Oh yeah, that's I right. Myself. I was thinking Sandra Bullock <laughs> yeah, for a second, myself. but Sandra Bullock would be fantastic uh, too. <laughs> oh yeah, Sandy <laughs> could totally play you. Oh my god. I love that. Uh, what is the best TV theme song? Friends has to be. Yeah, that's it's a, who doesn't that's a classic. clap. Classic. Who doesn't clap at the part? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just it has to be friends. <laughs> that's true. That's a good one. Um, what's the hardest part of your job? What are other uh, theme songs that people have said? Oh, people go back. I said Gilligan's Island, but um, Brady Bunch. Uh, Cheers. Okay. What's the one? Cheers. What's the one with um that a lot of people keep saying the um Very American. Kind of, oh, American Hero. American Great American Hero. Great American Hero. Um. You would if you heard it. Uh, okay. Wait, somebody sing somebody it. What's sing Great it. American Hero? Brain. Nobody, nobody knows it. Her brain will give it to you. Brain. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Oh, okay. I never yeah, thought yeah. I. I know the song so better than I know the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about also, um, Chimizel? Chimizel. Yes. <laughs> Burn oh, oh yeah, we did that one. <laughs> <laughs> we had to say that. Friends. I'm sure. Um, Laverne Shirley is an offshoot. Oh, Mork and Mindy. Oh. And uh, but they're from uh, 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 what's the Ron Howard show? Oh my gosh, uh, happy, happy days. Happy days. That's a good oh. one too. Da, 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 All Gary days. Marshall shows. Yeah, there are some good ones. There are. There's a few good ones now too, but I can't think of any right now. Big Bang had a great one. Yeah, they did. I loved that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I like our theme song on this podcast because my husband wrote it in the theme of like a 90s kind of. Oh, how fun. <laughs> I think I played him the Clarissa theme song and then he That's jammed out one. this Ready, one. Set, go. Oh, <laughs> uh, Clarissa. Na, 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 it is. It's by Rachel Sweet. Yeah. Na, 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 um, okay. Oh, what's the hardest part of your job? Is it the hecklers? <laughs> no, it's touring. Um, Being gone. It's leaving home. 
It's leaving my bed, leaving my shower, mm. leaving my favorite grocery store, leaving uh, my friends, missing out on birthday parties, weddings, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest part. And and the wear and tear on your body from touring. Yeah. But it's so rewarding in the same. So it's it's the hardest and the best. And what's know? great about your job, too, is you, like I loved this about when I did only Melissa and Joey and my show, No Good Nick on Netflix, were the only two shows I did in front of an audience. Clarissa and Sabrina were not done in front of an audience. But that instant gratification of no, like kind of like a Broadway show where you know that you did a good job. Everyone's clapping for you at the end of it. You're like, you know, you you get that instant gratification. You get to sign a few autographs and then walk out the door. Like there's something about Broadway that I always loved about that of like that instant feedback. And then, and you know, some nights you have a bad show. Sometimes you have a good show. And I always say there's, and I had to teach a few of my friends that are like spin instructors or yoga mm-hmm. instructors when um, they feel like they're not getting a lot of feedback from the audience. I always remind them that on Broadway shows, and I wonder if it's the same for stand-up, but like you have two different audiences, I feel like. Well, you have three. You have the bad audience that just mm-hmm. falls asleep and doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But then you have the audience that um, that is really listening and like heckling, laughing, clapping in the middle, whatever, like, like really engaged. And then you have the, the listeners. And this is what I had to teach one of my friends, especially who was kind of bummed about some of her spin classes. It's like you have the listeners, the people that listen that are quiet during the show, but then you get the standing ovation and like mm-hmm. you realize at the end that they loved it. Is it mm-hmm. the same? In- um, I always say that the bad audience doesn't know they are the bad audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just there having a good time. And to them... Their good time is a smile at your punchline. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. am having the best time. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic, true. right? They have no idea that the show right before them was like falling over in laughter and just clapping. And just like I had to wait until they were finished laughing just so I could go on to the next punchline. They could hear yourself. Yeah. they. This bad show has no idea what I just experienced. Do you think it takes like one person in the audience to do that? Because sometimes I feel like you need a cheerleader, right? Like I always feel like I have to be that person when I'm at someone's show or something like uh, whether it's a Broadway play or whatever, something live, music. Like I feel like you need that one person to be like, it's okay to be loud or it's okay right. to. Well, I yes and no, because then it's almost awkward if there's just this one person who's. <laughs> so it's kind of like everybody adapts to the energy in the room. And if there is one person doing the most, then it's almost distracting. So it's like whatever the dominant energy is, that's what people go to. I've bombed in a room full of my family. My mom was there, my sister, my brothers, my dad was there. I had cousins in the room. But when you say bomb, does that mean that they just didn't give you enough feedback? Or they you did they literally afterwards go, eh, it wasn't that great? No, so this is what happened. It was a charity event. And um, it was a lot of the Oakland, Oakland Raiders football players were there in the audience. And I did my joke about the Oakland Raiders football players. <laughs> and... <laughs> They didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't. They didn't think it was fun to laugh at themselves. They were like, "No, we we take ourselves seriously." So I did my joke, and they were not having it. And then the audience got awkward because the audience knew that the Raider players were there, and so and even my own family was not laughing at my joke. And I was like, it was just the dominant energy that was like, "This is awkward." These giant men sitting there, grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't didn't work because they got made fun of. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's always the men that are. Like the most sensitive, it turns out, right? Everything's working. <laughs> you can't, yeah. You're like, suck it up. Go hit somebody. Go tackle somebody. 
So, Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all the Woo. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for Every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. Oh, this is going to be a great question for you. We haven't been able to get, I think, a single person to answer this one yet. This okay. Do you have a favorite joke? <laughs> oh, hilarious. Nobody's answered this. I'm like, for me, today of, we're going to get an answer. Of my jokes, my favorite joke is whatever new joke I'm doing that gets a really good response and a really good laugh from people. So if it's it's not like my my biggest hitters, like the nail salon or whatever, but whatever my new joke is that I like, I can't wait to hear how... Like, you guys have no idea what's about to happen in about 30 seconds. Like, I'm about to hit you with this punchline, and it's going to be nuts. And so when I'm writing that, and I'm in the midst of it, and I've already tried it maybe, like, six times. I've done it in six different cities. By the time I get to, like, that seventh and eighth city, I'm like, oh, here it goes. <laughs> it's about to be good. So that's Do you have a usually... tell? Do you, like, have a tell that you, like, do before? Like, if you think you have a good joke? Oh, no, excited. no, no, no. Oh, no. And I, I hold it in. Like, you have no idea what's... And I'm about to hit you with the reverse. And I'm about... You had no idea. It's about to go this way. Oh. Um, that, that's my favorite joke of my own. All right, but what's your... What is it? What is it right now? Like, what, so, what, what, what hit big at the Ryman? So, right now, I do this joke about... Um, my very first tornado warning experience here, being a California girl living in the South. Um, and I act out the whole night of how it happened from getting the Amber Alert on my phone at 3 a.m. And I was like, whose child is getting kidnapped at 3 a.m. that they need to wake me up to tell me about it? Like, what is happening here in Nashville? Like, what VIP child is this? Yeah. They think I'm going to run outside looking for Honda <laughs> Civics at 3 in the morning. You know what I mean? A silver one because it's always silver. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, it's true. <laughs> And, like, I just go through the whole night of what happened and the act out of when we heard the the alarm, the sirens, the tornado sirens going yeah. off and all of that. So I think that whole bit in itself is is one of my favorite ones right now. And I do this one callback in my set that it kind of gives me chills when I do it. And it's very simple. But I'll say it now because by the time my special comes out, you forget about it. <laughs> um, I do a joke 
about uh, how when I got here, all the bugs are bigger. Like spiders are bigger, everything's bigger. And how there's a spider in my shower. And I try not to kill spiders, but if I have to, I have to. And so there's a spider and I give him a whole name and everything. His name is Bubba and I had to kill Bubba. Uh And um, later on, way later on in my set, I do a callback to where in that tornado, I'm in the basement now taking shelter in the basement and I'm surrounded by spiders. And now it's a reversal. And they're telling me everything that I said to Bubba before I killed him. And as soon as I say the words, as soon as I repeat the sentence that I said to Bubba earlier, when the audience gets it, it's, it gives me chills right now just thinking about it. And it's like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. Like, So that's probably like my favorite line in the show. So right where now. were you when you wrote this joke? Like, were you? Do you sit at with Bubba? Yeah, right, 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 or his right. relatives? Do you sit at a computer? Or do you I go to a coffee never. shop? Or is this just something that comes to you in the car and you have to pull over? In the car, I, I say I pull over, record. but you probably just yeah, okay. I audio record myself <laughs> in the shower. I talk to myself in the shower. Um, I do a lot of shower writing, driving writing. I just have um, fights with old people, like people in the shower that I should have like I come up with great retorts. Oh, should have said this. I should have said that seven years ago <laughs> yeah. to my mother-in-law. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never works out when you want it to. <laughs> but no. at least for you, you get yeah. to play it forward. That's so funny. I just saw a, a meme the other day. Um, <laughs> it was the same kind of thing. It was like this this person was like saying, uh, I'm having this fight in my head with this woman that I argued with three days ago. <laughs> and I finally have like a good comeback. And I've got her in the corner, you guys. Like she's... <laughs> it's so funny. She's not going to know what hit her. Yeah. But yeah, it's too late. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. I can't even, I can't even tell you how many times it happens to me. Um, oh well, I already think I know this answer. What movie show or channel do you tune in, turn on to tune out? Which crime shows? Crime all of them. Show. SBU, Criminal Minds, Forensic Files. Is this, you watch these with your husband or no? No, he don't oh, like them. Okay. He he will when he's like trying to like bond with me. He'll be like, "Hey, babe, I put on a crime show. You want to watch Aww. a crime show?" I'll be like, "Oh, you're cute," um, because my husband likes to watch UFC fights and the Hallmark Channel. Oh, that's where Aww. he lives. He's he's into extreme violence and Candace Cameron Bray. Those are well, his see favorites. If you could do Lifetime <laughs> instead of Hallmark, right? It's almost. By the way, I'm a Lifetime girl, so I have to pitch it. Find the middle, but then yeah, then you've got the crime during yeah. the day and then the sweet romance yeah. at night, like yeah, yeah. at Christmas time, right? Yeah, so you can exactly. kind of get both. <laughs> yeah, but the crime shows always. Forensic Files is my hotel room go-to. Okay. Uh, that's, I don't know, there's something about that narrator voice. Like, that's my hotel room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys watch together, though? Are there, like, like, do you guys like to watch movies together? Or is uh, there... Movies. We just did movie night last night. My husband loves watching movies, and he'll rewatch like... Like old movies, comedies? Oh, yeah. So we did a, um End of the World uh, marathon, oh, okay. um, which he started before I got home, and he had watched did like... Did you see um, Moonfall? No. What did we Don't watch? watch it was Moonfall. Deep something. Oh, Deep Impact. D- deep. Deep Deep. Yeah, but then the one he goes into the earth. Deep... The core. We watched the, the core. core. I don't know that one. It's I do good. like some of these. Aaron like... Eckhart. Okay. Um. Uh, who's the Oscar winner? Female. What's her name? Brain. Um. Uh, He's looking. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Stanley Tooch. Um. She won an Oscar for Hillary Swank. Oh, Hillary Swank. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. She's in that one. Um. So we watched that. Before that, we watched um the. The, 
Day After Tomorrow, the New York yeah, freezes yeah, yeah. over, the whole world yeah. freezes over or something. We watched that one, and so we just did a whole, like, did end of the world. Did you do Greenland? Is that what that one's We called? almost did. That Greenland, was, I, was up for it. I, I kind of like that one. I have, there's big flaws in that one. Moonfall, oh my gosh, that one was. I enjoyed Moonfall. I, see, Greenland I love was Holly too Barry, We watched but, the trailer for Greenland. It was too chaotic. I was like, I don't, I, I can't. don't know. New York, the whole world freezing. But this one's too chaotic. But yeah. deep, imp- deep, deep impact in Armageddon. Are- we had to send yeah. a guy into the core of the Earth to explode the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> or to stop it from exploding or whatever. He had to get the, the nucleus of it to spin again in the but, inside. Uh, oh. Nothing will make you feel that. better about our chaotic world. Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Watching. Um, if this week was a book title, what would it be? <laughs> oh, this past week. Um... It would be uh, a Dr. Seuss, go, go, go. Like, <laughs> let's go, keep going, go, go, go. And then you came here to hang out with us. Yes, of course. I hope you're going home to take a nap after this. Yeah, I actually have another appointment. And oh, then no. after that, soup's nap time. <laughs> All right, so what is your karaoke go-to? Um, Four Non Blondes. Uh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I wake up in okay, the no, morning no, 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 no. and I sit on side. you hate it. I hate that song. Oh my I'm god, sorry. it's my go-to. I'm told it's, I'm like, you must have listened to one of our former. Just to no, you me. hate it. Oh my gosh, to a point where I have a story about it. Oh, hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. No, I think it was my birthday party. It was like my 36th birthday party or something, and I just moved to Connecticut, and I had one friend in town. And she brought all her friends to my birthday party because I just wanted a DJ and I wanted to dance. Uh-huh. So we had this dance party and. My friend went up, I went up to the DJ and asked him for, he was like, one last song, what do you want to hear? And I can't remember what I played, but played something. And then, uh, then he started in with Four Nine Blondes after that song was over. And my friend came up to me and goes, oh, this is what me and all my friends listen to before a party ends. We have to dance to this song last. And I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't realize I hated that song that much until that until night. they hijacked your birthday. Until they hijacked, until it was the last song I had to listen to on my birthday. And I was like, I went to the DJ. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I will pay you double. You have to play one more I, song. I, however, love this song. You have to clear I my I used palette, to like please. it. I just feel like it's always on, like, lithium or whatever I listen to. It's always on. And I'm like, I have to quick turn it before it, before you really hear it wow. kick in. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. No, that's my, that's my go-to that's karaoke. That's probably a really good karaoke song, though. Yeah. That's a good one. What's I yours? also do like the Sheryl Crow and, and Kid Rock. Like if I'm with oh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's good a one if I'm with somebody. Oh, I forgot I about that, that song. That would be yeah. a good one. I always do um, I Will Survive. It's kind of boring. Unless I'm at the Derby. This year I we went to the Derby, and I've told this story many times, too, but I, uh, I did... Um, all about that uh, bass. We did all about that bass, yeah. but with like a lot of women up on stage, like Jeff- Jennifer Robertson. Like from an annoying Schitt's amount Creek of women. And, or yeah, because I was like, I-, I cannot sing, but I had just enough gin. This was three gin, Melissa, I think. <laughs> three or maybe four. No, we hadn't hit four yet. Maybe, What's no, your gin drink? Uh, I just like a gin and tonic. Oh, okay. But it's, I like a like botanist gin or maybe like a nice fruity gin. And I like it with a little elderflower tonic if I can, if I can get that. Or a slow gin. A slow gin fizz. That's, but those are hard to find. Do you like bee's knees? I don't know that. That's good. It's gin, oh, is that the, uh, honey, and lemon. Done. Gin, honey, and lemon. It's I'm like a honey syrup. That. You know, I'm gonna try that tonight. Honey is too thick, so you make it like a honey syrup. Oh, I'm gonna try that. Is that your yeah. drink? Yeah. Oh, I for gin. Yeah, but I'm a tequila girl. Oh, you are. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you heard of um, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost? Yep. Perfectly spicy tequila. No. What is I've, that? I've got some for you. Got a nice kick to it. Thank you so much. I actually sipped on it the other night. And I don't sip tequila. Spicy tequila. Oh, I love spicy tequila. I think it's got some jalapeno in it. Ooh. It's good. I should have brought it for you. I have a bunch at home. In the tequila. Yeah, it, I do enjoy a good spice. It, it like kind of burns on the way down. Like all the things. I love to just sip on. Honestly, like there's some amazing, really expensive tequilas out there, but 
Casamigos is like a really good price point and really good taste. And so like when I'm out and about, I'll just get Casamigos on ice with some like orange and lime and some salt. And I'll just sip on that. Okay. So you sound like you know what you're talking about. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> I hope I do. I was at Oscar De La Hoya's house in, okay. no uh, bigs, no bigs. in Cabo. I know. No big deal. Name dropper. Um, that's my <laughs> book. It's okay. Um, but uh, we were out partying and he, we happened to be at the club. He was, we were at uh, Squid Row. And he was there. Okay. And he kept sending over drinks to me and my girlfriends. There were 13 of us there for uh-huh. three girls were getting married. And uh, so we had this massive bachelorette party there for four days. And he was there and he kept sending over drinks. And theirs all tasted like tequila, but mine tasted like water. And I wasn't sure if he was trying to keep me sober or now that I'm older and a little bit wiser, maybe it was a really good tequila. Huh. It wouldn't taste like water though, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, because no, I was like, not. this is not It would tequila. taste smooth. It would taste... Um, so I have oh if you want to learn about tequila shout out uh, to my girl Heidi she's on Instagram it's uh, La Tequila Mamacita oh hang on I gotta write it down mm. yes and I love learning she about this stuff. knows everything about tequila she teaches about tequila oh. um, she does videos um, she has thousands of tequila of her own in her own home bar and like that's her passion is wow. tequila and so like just the other day, I was with my cousin, and he has a bunch of tequilas at his house, so we did a little tasting flight and tasted all these different ones. And she's responding, and she's going, okay, number two and three have additives in that one, just so you know. So what you're tasting, it tastes smooth, but that's because they added this and that to it. Like, she gives you, like, the science Ooh, behind wow. it. And so I would love to hear what she would say about that, but I don't think tequila's supposed to taste like water. Mm-mm. No, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, well, maybe it was so smooth I didn't know that it was alcohol. Maybe I was too drunk already to realize. Maybe. I don't, I don't Did you know. intimidate Oscar de la Hoya. No, but I was wondering, like, if this is how he does shot after shot after shot at night to make it look like he's drinking, but really he's an athlete. He can't get wasted. Right, right, right. Water. And he also has, like, lethal weapons as hands. So don't throw a right. glass of water in his face because I did that too. Oh, no. That was not Wait, a good to Oscar de la Hoya? I threw a glass of water in Oscar de la Hoya. Like, on purpose? Like, I'm mad at you? Sabrina and I got really mad. <gasps> you are name. Sabrina. <laughs> that was not, that is not my name, people. Do not what call did me he that. do? What did he do? He literally just said, all right, Sabrina, and his. Bodyguard was between. We were at his house, and his bodyguard's between us. You threw water I on threw, Oscar. De La he had Hoya. just given me his bodyguard his had just house. showed up with a. Gla- I was trying to. He, I think he was trying to sober me up. Maybe got me a glass drunk. of water. Maybe and you were really drunk. I might have been really drunk, but he called me Sabrina. I got really mad, and I threw the glass of water in his face. And now looking back, I shouldn't have been in his house in Cabo with a man with lethal weapons for fists and throw a glass of water in his face. Don't do that. What did he reply with? Was he like? I don't remember. I just remember his bodyguard kind of pushing me, like pulling, like. Grabbing me and walking me away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you have Let's to leave after you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you get to stay. No, he didn't do anything, and he wasn't mean about it. But uh, yeah, I think I was kind of like, "Don't call me that. It's not my name." <laughs> and I that, think he got the message. That might be the last time I got mad about someone calling me Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know, what? I'm gonna deal with this on the inside. Yeah, sorry about that. That I was think my. I bad. need to make We're better choices. We're gonna bring this up with the therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some deep rooted issues. I need here. to make better choices. I just don't like when people don't know. Like, don't invite me in your house if you don't know my name. <laughs> get it um all right let's go back to the questions did we do the big book title oh yeah go 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 karaoke we did that uh oh what is a line from a show movie or book that you'll never forget um i quote dumb and dumber and wayne's world every day of my life accidentally like it just it comes out but i will always quote that movie those two movies in some way and um it's very simple things like uh, the Dumb and Dumber. Um, if you you have like a hair tie on your hand and 
you have two of them. I'm like, can I use one of your hair ties? And I'll be like, wait, you had two hair ties this entire time? Because in the movie, they had you had two pairs of gloves this entire time. When they're, duh, it's the Rockies. Like, I always find some way to incorporate something from Dumb and Dumber, like, into my life somehow. Same thing, like, Wayne's World. Um, if somebody's name, Anthony, and I'm like, who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? My drummer. Like, I just throw those lines into my everyday life. Game on! Game on! All the, the time, street. I do that too. Game on! I say game on all the time yeah. and I'm thinking of that movie. Like, so many lines from those two movies are still in my everyday that's life. That's so funny. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's a, game on's a good one. I didn't even realize I, I actually do that a lot too, I think, from that oh, movie. and my brother and I, it, like, almost every phone call that we have will just be chatting and then when you can, you feel the conversation coming to an end. Like, you can naturally feel it's about to end. One of us will throw out, well, big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, all right. And then we hang up. And that's how we, we end almost all of our conversations. I'll be like, well, big gulps, huh? Well, all right. Our family thing's so fun. <laughs> yeah. That's Quirky. so great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, we're going to do uh, this or that. Oh, or should we do the emails? No, we'll do this or that. Yeah, we'll do this. Do we do this or we're we do, do that. that? Okay. Okay. These are just zero pressure, by the right. way. Well, I'm already sweating, so we'll see. <laughs> Hero or villain? Hero. Plans or surprises? Plans. Caffeine or alcohol? Uh, caffeine. <laughs> Chocolate or fruity? Chocolate, always. Dress up or casual? Cash. Introvert or extrovert? Intro. Really? <laughs> I, I need my space. Okay. So many a, of our guests I need are introvert. Introvert with an extrovert like element. Totally, yeah. totally. Like I, I'm you not always on. on. I'm definitely but like you can turn it on. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But then I'm exhausted. Yeah. Ah, you're yeah. Okay. I get that. Fizzy or flat? Fizz. Morning person or night owl? Morning. Righty or lefty? Right. Staycation or vacation? Stay. Because you're on vacation when you work. Exactly. <laughs> My husband loves traveling, and he'll be like, babe, let's do like uh, a quick trip next weekend when you get home. And I'm like, what do you mean? I've been doing quick trips You know, just come with me year. on my quick trip. Yeah. I would like to stay home, Does please. he go with you? On like cool places. Like yeah, he'll like come that... to New York and Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are going to Hawaii soon. Yeah. But he's not coming with me to Dayton. I'll go You know you. what I mean? Oh, I'll go with <laughs> you to Dayton if you take me with you to Kauai. Yeah. That's <laughs> All fair. right. We need to check your emails. We're going to judge yeah. you. Okay. We're going to judge you and how many emails you really, have unread. Really? This is an attempt to judge me. I spent a lot judge of time me. cleaning mine up this weekend, I just want to say. Oh, she's like me. Uh, uh-huh, 54. Like me. How many, oh, how many hundreds of thousands? Yeah, see? Makes her nervous. <laughs> 10,000? How do you 10, know? 10,144. <sighs> Girl, every week it gets more and more, so you obviously haven't gone through any. I don't even know if you're opening any. I do. I open like, I the important like, ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you did show up at school picture day today, right. so I guess I that's did. helpful. I don't, yeah, miss, I, I don't miss the You didn't the miss that. Ones. So interesting that you can filter through like 10,000 oh. and be like, here's the important one. Got it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they come in, you know, in the morning, usually there's a bunch. And then, Yeah. How often do you check them? Like, pretty frequently. Yeah. I, I would say multiple times a day. Okay. I, yeah, I feel like my there. emails are something I don't really check. I mean, I just got one more while we were just talking about this, but I'm at 58. But now, how many text messages do you both I have? I have 10. Uh, I have five just because that's when we were sitting here. But I, I that number on the text message, I can't have it. No, I gotta no. clear it out. And see, I'm the same I way. I, I, I'm always at zero. Always. Yeah, text is where if you want to get me, you know, that's where you get. And me. then the voicemails, that's the other one that's like. 
I take I take my time. You have in the a bunch car. of voicemails. Oh, oh, you don't listen to them. Um, I don't know how your inbox isn't full. I don't know. Like, Maybe your friends just know. Don't leave you a voicemail. Right now, I, I have 193 voicemails. 193. Freaking real. Yeah. You've never wanted to like go in and be like, oh, what give did me this that. person tell me two months ago? Hey, uh, give me that. I need Ooh, to see play something. One. Ooh, play one. <laughs> Ooh, let's it's do a lot of Walgreens. Oh, see, this is the problem. When you have we'd like to contact you for your home warranty. But when you have Walgreens, when you have that. Uh, when you have when you have a prescription ready, they send you like one a day or yeah, one an yeah. hour or something. You have a lot of Walgreens. Let's go in and clean out the Walgreens. <laughs> I mean, I could. Okay, but maybe we go clean out. Jen called you a bunch of times. You could probably get rid of those if you know what they're about. You have me on here. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> you have Amanda Wallace. Like, let's get, you know, I can help you. Hillary, Jen, Jen, you. Jen, Jen, Jen. Like, just find out. Jen's if you do not corner. receive the help we are offering you today. <laughs> Here's me. That's my intervention. From yeah, March. Right I think we've deleted. Me we can from delete. March. Me from March 31st, girl. Are you kidding me? Like, there's a billion on here from Jen and Walgreens. You need to, yeah. Like, this is your, before you're allowed to leave here today, I'm going to lock you in the studio. And you are not allowed to leave till you delete all of the Walgreens texts. Seriously. Come on. Help me out. Start with Walgreens, at least. Let's start with that. Please for us. No, you're making me crazy. Okay. Um, We have to get a secret from you for our jar. And we promise we might not know it's you. We also need to talk about your new special coming out. Tell us where we can find that. We're not sure yet. So we just recorded it last weekend. Once it's ready to go, then I'll be making my rounds and be like, hey, everybody, this is where it's going to be. So we're not sure yet. Uh, But I did just finish filming it. And um, yeah. And your book is called? Who Do I Think I Am? Stories of Chola Wishes and Caviar Dreams. And I highly recommend the audiobook, but uh, in there you also talk about why you changed your spelling of your name. Yes. Which I, I find very interesting. Thank you. A lot of secrets in, in that book. Yeah, but fun uh, ones. And, and yeah. I still want to know who Ben is. Oh, yeah. And Jim. Mm-hmm. She Every- names all these boys and she doesn't tell you who they are. Code names. Got a lot of code names in there. I like it. Um, but yes. You and your tour. And you're like, you're off to, like, in the new year, are you in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah, so and- it actually, in January, I'm doing San Jose, Seattle, Portland, El Paso, Salt Lake City. Um, so everybody check yeah. it out. Go out and see her. Support her. Thank you. Read her book. Listen to her book. Check out her special. And thank you so much for being here. This thank was amazing. You. It's been so lovely. And now that I know we're neighbors, we've got to like. Yes. Hang I want to be Movie a. Cho- I want to be a chola too. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't think you could say that. And I get to be a chola, <laughs> just because I have like German British. Me. You could say it to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And thank you for your puppy. Where's your puppy? 